welcome to Reality Blows. I'm Ashley Burke Roberts. I'm Nick Maritato, and I refuse to start this podcast while you're looking at your phone. <laughs> okay, it's down. I was just putting it on airplane mode, you mom. <laughs> <laughs> I am a mom. Let's start again. <clears throat> Hello, hey, welcome. Hey, 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 uh, hey, hey, hey. What the? F- <laughs> can you, whatever's going on here. Look, can you... it's all wrapped up in the chair. Just, okay, you gotta, it's not a big you, deal. No, it is, because you pull my thing. With that okay, well. we're good. You got lots of slack. Hello, welcome to Reality Blows. I'm Ashley Burke Roberts. I'm Nick Maritato. And this is a podcast all about reality television. That it is, Ashley. And we are the ones. What are you doing? (laughs) God, why do we have to try? Why, why when we record these intros, do we have to do 50 of them before we can get one? Why? No weird voices, okay? What's weird about my voice? You went, Nick Maritato, and this is the show about reality television. You're really making me sound like an idiot with the impression that you're doing <clears throat> let me do it let <clears throat> me do it okay you can do it hello and welcome to the reality blows podcast i'm nick maritato and i'm ashley rick robert this is a podcast all about reality television uh, that it is <laughs> why are you doing <laughs> why are you doing a voice i'm not you're doing <laughs> this is a podcast all about reality television all right, can i can uh, i can i admit something to you yeah i i'm doing this because i'm vamping i do not know what i say after <laughs> This is a podcast about... Let me just handle it. All right. Welcome to the Reality Blows Podcast. My name is Nick Maritato. And I'm Ashley Brick Roberts. And this is a podcast all about reality television. And oh boy, do we get into it today. Nicely done, Ash. Thank you. We do get into it today. We have a fantastic guest, the wonderful Jason Burke, a comedian, a writer, a filmmaker, a photographer. A man of many hats. And he does not really like reality TV. We talked to him about that. This is very interesting because he has roots in reality television. He grew does. up with it. He um, did. It's sort of like this looming figure on the horizon, you know? Yeah. And he he watched some very specific man shows. You know, he's, he's um, of that school of men in the woods trying to survive. And um, then he forwarded us uh, a show that his mom is into on YouTube that is a new genre of reality TV we hadn't really been exposed to. Yeah, that is where the family just vlogs their entire life every single day. So we get into that a little bit. So that's a lot of fun. We're going to get into that in just a bit. Yeah, before we get into that, we're going to talk about our week in reality TV because we had some ups, we had some downs, we had some ups, okay? Lots of ups. Well, explain some of those ups. Well, we revealed visited x on the beach thank goodness and the second episode was great yeah much better than the first episode now i got down on the first episode last time i uh, talked about it on this podcast and uh, solely because i just wasn't into the way that it was cut together i thought it was kind of confusing i did not like that narrator and i was falling asleep well we did make the mistake of watching it at 1 a.m so yeah. that had a lot to do with it but i also think the first episode was kind of um lame yeah it, it wasn't good it was a lot of setup and you know a show doesn't really get good this type of show doesn't get good until people's feelings start getting hurt right and the second episode started i mean within five minutes we had people throwing furniture so it was, yeah, it was like, awesome oh we're like this is what this show's gonna bring yeah still the narrator element still bothers me i don't know why i have such an issue with a narrator and a host yeah and the narrator first of all they're not letting romeo formally little romeo do anything i mean he right. comes out there and it's they're piecing together his intros it's and very his, stilted it's really tough but then they have this narrator guy who's like now let's check out what the other exes are doing on the other side yeah i think that's an international reality television trope where they have because i feel like we're seeing that on the other in the other shows we're watching on international television which ones? Um, specifically that bed and breakfast one we've been watching. Right, Hayori, Hayori's bed and breakfast. Yeah, because that has like a like a, a like 
And now the two lovers are in the in the grass, or we're like now watch as she makes soup. You know, it's stuff yeah, like there's that. There's some commentary going on with the narrator. Yeah, have we talked about Hayori on this? We yet? haven't. Okay, well, another thing that we've been watching, and it's on Netflix. It is a South Korean reality show, and I believe it is called Hayori's Bed and Breakfast. I think so. Yeah. Now, who Hayori is, we had to sort of piece together throughout watching the first episode of the show, which was about 90 minutes long. It was 90 minutes. Literally, nothing happened. I don't know why the show has gotten us especially because you know you're not into the terrace house no and, i don't like terrace house and not to compare the two but they're very comparable in the fact that nothing happened well here's the thing okay so terrace house which we've talked about is a japanese um reunion a reunion show reality show mm-hmm. that's on netflix mm-hmm. and uh terrace house is all is basically the real world if yeah. everybody had sort of a goal or aspiration that they were looking to you know forward and they all liked each other and they all liked each other and they had lives outside the house and they yeah and they it and they kind of just sat around talking to one another rather than you know going out on adventures and things like that right 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 so right. um and and it's i don't know a little boring it doesn't there's not much fighting you know it's well this bread at bed and breakfast show was boring well no hiori's bed and breakfast first of all what it seems like eventually the next morning ashley and i did some googling found out that hiori was a k-pop star mm-hmm. um and uh, if you don't know what k-pop is it's korean pop it's uh they have boy bands and girl bands much like uh the spice girls and the backstreet boys um uh, it's kind of their main like musical machine right like it's big because right. k-pop has been exported all around the country yeah now there's a huge k-pop group right now i can't remember the name but they're like chart topping in america and stuff so it is um it it is sort of their a huge cultural export of uh south korea i have a theory with why you liked this bed and breakfast show and i think it's because we had no idea what was happening and it involved a lot of sleuthing it involved a lot of picking up clues because terrace house it's like oh this is just the real world in Japan with like a couple of different tweaks with Terrace House. You were like, okay, I can tell that she's famous. You're talking about Hayori. Hayori. Yeah. With Hayori, you were like, okay, I can tell that she's famous. Um, I don't know, really know what she did, but she definitely have, she has miles. She has miles of some kind. Right. Cause, uh, there was a conversation because it's not just Hayori. It's also Hayori's um, husband, hi- husband who I believe his name is Sang Soon or and Shang he was Soon. A, he was a musician. Um, well, they were both musicians. It seems like that's where they met. He yeah. maybe was playing in a band that she fronted or like or, or a band that was recording some of her music. She seems to be a star. He does not seem to be a star, but is a musician. Right. She does seem to be like the number one female recording artist in South Korea. Do, do you, where did you do a... Some, I did a little wiki search. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah she yeah. seems because at one point they were... Okay, so the show is basically, for some reason, they live in like a nice, uh, pretty moderate house. Yeah. Um, with like a bunch of animals. Mm-hmm. No kids. Nope. They are married. And for some reason... They have to use their home as a bed and breakfast. They've decided to open their home as a bed and breakfast. And it seems like that is what the show is. Like, we're like, can you transform your home? Can you run a bed and breakfast? Out um, of your home. Out of your home. But they don't know how many people are coming. They don't know when they're coming. And there's times where they look at the producer or whoever's walking around behind the camera and goes like, well, we need to know the number so we know how much of this to buy. And And, the producer's like, it's a number you can handle. Yeah. And they don't really (laughs) tell them anything. Now, we've watched one and a half episodes of this show which is almost two hours of the show there still hasn't been anybody co- hasn't come over for the bed and breakfast no the five girls came over i fell asleep oh well there you go I yeah five five twenty something girls came over okay yeah and um and were they excited to see Hiori? yeah they were very excited okay. to see Hiori. they oh, were freaked go out by the dogs and then they immediately they put their luggage down they left they went to do some tourism because this bed and breakfast is on like a vacation it's, it's on, island it's on jeju island yeah uh forgive me for my pronunciation which seems to be like the Hamptons. something super nice and it and uh shang soon uh Hayori's husband um, I think he used to come there when he was uh, a kid with his dad or mm. something and said that it, the the uh, the fact the tourism boom and the fact that there are so many bed and breakfasts seem to be sort of new um, and they have are a part of that now and that this used to be more of a, a quiet um, place for people to sort of some people to settle some people to visit but now it's like a big destination spot basically you should watch it if you like mysteries because it's a lot <laughs> of trying to figure out what's going on but it's also very soothing because they like love each other it's kind of sweet they really love each other it's kind of sweet there is like some sort of a narration that is sort of commenting on the whole thing mm-hmm. that's in all caps um 
So anyway, that's one other strange thing we were watching. And then something that's probably a little bit even more strange is Jersey Shore Family Vacation. Oh, yeah. Shit is getting weird and, so and heating weird. up. Like, oh, the, my God. The last episode we watched, uh, Ronnie... Um, almost cheated on his on his on he his cheated big... he got a bj in a bathroom well, i guess but it went it was behind closed doors and then it was like an entire episode of like he spirals out of control him and snooki are clearly up all night doing coke well, on camera he hey, said... hey 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 we can't just say people are doing coke we don't know that anybody's doing any anything let's just say that they were like partying till like noon the next day yeah you're right i shouldn't just say people are doing coke but i can say that i have a human body and i could not put it through what they went through even when i was 21 without just falling asleep at some point it, it, your body does shut down and, and you don't want to continue drinking vodka at like eight o'clock in the morning yeah you're I right mean, though uh, i shouldn't just make a, a no, i shouldn't just say people no. are out there doing drugs we don't know what's going on they definitely were drinking they we were drinking that. and maybe you know what maybe while they're drinking and then we don't see it they're turning around back to camera. They're taking sips of water. They're taking sips yep. of Red Bull. That's you something know, we can assume. That is what I will assume. So anyway, it was a weird episode where like uh, Ronnie was just coming to terms with how bad he fucked up. And, uh, you know, Snooki was there well, before to be a shoulder. He, before he came to terms with how badly he fucked up, he came to terms with the fact that he does not want to marry his girlfriend, his pregnant girlfriend, who crazy. got married, who got pregnant three months into them dating. And I believe also admitted that he still has feelings yeah. for his old girlfriend, Sammy, Sammy sweetheart. sweetheart. I mean, this was really rough because this entire story of him has been about the fact that he's going to be a new father pretty yeah. soon and now it's like oh yeah yeah now people on the internet i saw a couple of uh little mentions that people think this is all a big ploy and that they're good the big reveal is that is that sammy sweetheart's gonna come in next season what do you think about that what's the ploy to build up this, like, Ron's life is falling apart. I, I, do not, and... I do not feel like that's the case. I know for a fact that Sammy has her own man. I've seen him on an Instagram. He's a jacked guy. He is very handsome. Who, I don't know, this man is a monster, and he runs his own, like, fitness supplement business. Well, I didn't say the storyline was that Sammy well, gets with Ron. Here's the thing. I think, yeah, she may come on the show just because she's been such a topic of of uh, conversation within the first four episodes. Yeah. I do not think she had any... I don't think this was planned before they got on this show at all. Mm -hmm. Like, I think now I'm sure because she, all, she's probably getting bombarded with people being like, do you realize, like, every episode, like, 20 minutes is dedicated to people talking about you? Right. That something is going to happen. Also, they the previews of this season have Angelina walking in the doors at some point. That's going to change the dynamics of everything, and it hasn't happened yet when yep. does she come by waiting for angelina um i will say that this you know this new jersey this uh jersey shore family vacation it's a lot of fun and then sometimes it's really sad and the sad part is ronnie like my heart goes out to this guy he does not seem like he is in a good place at all ronnie seems a little a little strung out, you know, on life. A on on bit. life. He's in a dark place. And I mean, also, kudos to um, Pauly D. Pauly D. Set that up, Nick. Tell us what he did. Pauly D. What did he do? What are he we went. <laughs> Why are you thinking that I know? Ronnie was in the bathroom with the French chick, otherwise known as French Fry, who he had picked up at the club, the Ep before and Polly D's like around the house and he's like where's Ronnie and the people are like I don't know he's in the bathroom Polly D goes there and like bangs on the door until Ronnie opens and Polly D's like you don't want to do this it's not worth it it's not worth it and Ronnie's like let me be let me be and Polly's like nope it's not worth it like Polly does not leave the door in the bathroom until Ronnie leaves right and he's probably already made the mistake that he was gonna make so right you know, people I think it's know. a BJ on the internet. People think I, it's a I, BJ. I think so because he, he made a comment, uh, you know, Ronnie made a comment afterwards when he was downstairs that led me to believe that that would might have been what was going on. Where he said it felt so good. I wish it could finish. We could finish he, he, that. And also he when he decided that, well, it's a, I've already fucked up and it's over because she's not picking up her phone. So I should have just got my dick sucked in that bathroom. Like I, he oh, says, Oh, I didn't hear the DS. He part. says that. Um, well, yeah. So, but then what happens later in the episode is that Ronnie, like he has this all night bender with Snooky. And by the end of this bender, he is like, 
I fucked up so bad. I have to call my girlfriend. I have to set things straight immediately. He starts calling her, calling her, calling her. She's not picking up. We learn uh, later that footage of him in the club had been released on the internet. Some people, some pats had seen um, him dancing with this girl. Guess what I did, Nick? I found that footage and I watched it. And it's not that bad. It's not that bad. No, it looks like, I mean, it's almost like classy, like ballroom dancing to some degree. There's like arms involved. It's not (laughs) grinding. Like I expected it to be like, you know, face down, ass up, like in the club type situation. And it's not. It's it's kind of what we saw on TV. Yeah. They were were dancing together in in the VIP lounge. Right. Guys, uh, we're going to continue watching this show and and reporting back on every little bit of controversy that we find. Uh, But right now for you. You will enjoy a fabulous interview that we did with the wonderful Jason Burke. Uh, we talk uh, a bun- about a bunch of reality stuff, some YouTube stuff, some stuff on uh, uh, being alone and in the woods, some stuff about uh, being in the woods with your best dual survivor. Um, now, uh, Ashley has something to say. And for the first time ever, one of our guests is leaving a treat for you on the internet. That's right. This whole week, Jason is going to be doing Instagram stories related to the pod in some way. So find him on Instagram at eat, pray, Jason, because he's going to be doing Instagram stories specifically for our audience, which is very cool. (laughs) Well, I think he said tonight which was is Sunday night, the night before you're listening to this, so it's still up, is he's going to be dedicating his first Instagram story to us. I don't think all week's going to oh. be dedicated to <laughs> us. But what he did say was all week he's going to be treating his Instagram live or his Instagram stories as a reality TV show. Yeah, so and, that's, a, that's a dedication oh, to us. Oh, it's definitely inspired by the events that happen in a few seconds. So enjoy. Welcome back to Reality Blows. We're here with the wonderful Jason Burke. Jason Burke. A couple years ago, I remember you were going through, and it actually put me through the second wave of dual survivor addiction. Yeah, survival, um, technically. Oh, excuse yeah. me. Oh, wow, wow, wow. I apologize. Now, is that, would you consider, at least uh, as recent, uh, your favorite reality show that, yes. that you'd watched? Yeah. Oh, okay. Can you take us through what the show is about a little bit? Uh, well, it's, you know, there really, there's about seven seasons of it, but the first two are just golden. Yeah. And those are the only ones where we should really focus on. Okay. Uh, um, but the idea is it takes like a really granola survivalist, Corey Lundeen. Mm-hmm. Guy wears no shoes, mm. no matter what the climate, mm. no shoes. Yeah. He'll wear socks when it's snow on the ground, but he will not wear boots okay. or anything. Yeah. He's, he's a rebel. He's a rebel. He's mm-hmm. like conditioned. He was always talking about how much he's conditioned his feet wow. for any 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 yeah. terrain, any yeah. weather, he's any temperature. Pre-industrial revolution kind yeah, of guy. Absolutely. Gotcha. Yep. So you, and I imagine he's paired up with guy just like him. Absolutely not. No. <laughs> no. What? No. No. It's like, the, it's like the odd couple out in the woods. Yeah. Uh, so who's the other from, guy? Uh, in the first episode, first two seasons, it's um, Dave Canterbury. So it's yeah. like an ex-marine. They'll get like a re, like a very hard-nosed, opposite mentality mm. survivalist and put uh, them together. So it's, they're both survivalists, but one is from the I don't wear shoes, I eat granola, I'm, Off, I'm yeah. a friend of nature, and one is the Marines, I'm built to conquer nature. Conquer, hunt, I'll kill it all. Right. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so either blend in or destroy. And and uh, and, and yeah. I, I guess... Uh, <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Canterbury uh, couldn't handle a third season. What happened? With Dave Campbell. I forgot what the fallout of that was, but those two had a beautiful relationship. It was like symbiotic at, at times. You now, know? is that why you like the first two seasons more than the other? Because of this guy? Yes, because okay. of how they, uh, you know, they just had a bond, a kinship. I love yeah. kinship. Yeah. Who doesn't love You a good love kinship? male friendship. I do. I'm a mm-hmm. big fan of it. Yeah. And uh, these guys worked well together, you know? And I, they, like, enjoyed helping each other survive, yeah. which is what I would have wanted in a partner if I'm forced right. in that scenario. That's very calming to watch men get along. Yeah. And work on a problem together. Right. And it's right. just a very basic primal problem. Yeah. It's fire. It's all food. It's the same shit. It's fire, food, yeah. and shelter. That's yeah. all you learn every time. Yeah. And those are the three things. Yeah. And then obviously a helicopter shows up and they're like, yeah. Yeah, we did it. Now <laughs> we did it. Well, I, I at least watched the first two seasons of it. I don't yeah. know how far I went. But I know all of the Canterbury Lundeen's uh, saga. Right. Uh, and uh, what I used to like is uh, is every episode is pretty much the exact same thing where they would have a problem they'd be they'd be put somewhere and then shoeless uh, lundine would be like you know what why don't we just store energy eat some of these berries around here love I'm, storing energy yeah Ooh. he just wants to relax it's important yeah and yeah. then um canterbury would take a rifle or something or like a shovel out into the woods and he'd set up like a snake trap for about half of the episode yeah 
um, wouldn't catch a snake at all. He'd eventually go back to camp and like and like Lundine would be like he would have found like a treasure trove of like stuff to just eat off the ground. Right. Lundine, full of energy, yeah, full eating of energy. off the ground. But he'd also be like, hey, I got this rabbit that I convinced the rabbit to die yeah, peacefully sure. and then we ate it. Wow. You know, it'd be like that vibe. And the Marine's like, I need energy. I just was out there wasting it. Yeah, yeah. stabbing okay. at things. And, so. and it would basically come back groveling and being like, oh, I guess I'll eat some of those berries. Yeah, and right. Be like, hey, you know what? <laughs> These things aren't half They're bad. Not bad. <laughs> You're a pretty good guy. And yeah. then Cody's like, I do what I can. And yeah. And, they, you know, and the then they would sleep right on top of each other because of body <laughs> yeah. heat. Right. Every yeah. time, two large men just yeah. cuddled now, up. Did you guys ever do like a deep dive into their social media? Are they still friends? Are they well, having card night? What's going um, on? I am going to get, I know I said I wasn't going to do this, but I'm going to get to the <laughs> third season and the guy they brought wow. in because that's when I might, a deep dive is worth it with this other psycho that okay. they brought in. Because those two, it kind of drifts off. It was like money things. Okay. They wanted like more and they just got, you know, greedy, I think. But yeah. they brought in, when um, Canterbury left, so the Marine type survivalist, they brought in this fucking classic PTSD Marine psycho, Joe oh. Teddy. 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 T E T I. T I T T. Joe Teddy. Yeah. And this guy was a fucking lunatic. All he wanted to do was clearly murder things. Oh, wow. He was so focused on that. And he was so, you know, like a completely brainwashed Marine. Right. Just that, like, very rigid. Right. And I remember one episode where he's um, hunting uh, a boar. Okay. A boar. So he's like, show, <laughs> they show him being interviewed. He's got the fucking paint on, like mud all over his face. It looks like fucking Schwarzenegger and Predator. Yeah. And he's like, it's like, you know, sometimes I got to get myself in that space, like where I was in Iraq before I have to do something like this. He's talking to the camera wow. saying all this wow. shit. Yeah. And then it like, and he's like, and then he just got to do it. And they show the fucking big boar caught in like a snare trap. His poor little hoof and he can't really move. And this guy just runs in and jams his Rambo knife down the back of his neck. And just like, oh, oh." And he looks up at the camera. He's he's shaking and his eyes are white. And the thing is screaming. Then it stops. And then they just cut to the boom operator who's this nerdy guy with the sound equipment. He was like, yeah, yeah. I just heard that boar take its last breath. And then they held on him. He was like... I know you can't see this, but he's just pale white. He's like, oh my God, what just happened? Uh, and come to find out a couple seasons later, that guy got arrested for fucking killing street dogs that were bothering uh, the production in Mexico. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah, psycho. Yeah. Wow. Psycho. Complete and that psycho. that guy was on the show for five seasons? Three or four seasons. Wow. And did they replace him again? No, they ended up replacing Cody. Oh. I think they left that guy on there. Well, oh, how did wow. Cody handle it? Wait, yeah. they left the killing guy, the yeah. ki- the dog, the guy that kills dogs. They left yes. him on. They were like, it's part of the thing. It's his Cody deal. couldn't handle it. That's Cody. why he was like, I, I can't deal with this fucking guy. He's, He's like, just, I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. Like, I, you know, the Canterbury Lundine back and forth. It was adorable. It was lovable. You know, it was comforting. What was the uh, um, what was his name? Uh, Tiesto. Uh, <laughs> Dead eye. Dead eye. Yeah, it was Paul Oakenfold and D.H. Tiesto <laughs> were set in the woods to survive <laughs> naked, okay. but yeah. with two turntables. So. I watch it. I would watch it. <laughs> Joe Teddy. Uh, so Teddy and the Lundin Teddy uh, relationship. It was just was contentious. A, it was just pure. Contentious. Oh, yeah. That sounds awful. Yeah. It's not what I'm tuning in for that particular uh, show for. You know what I mean? No. That's... Now, is this the first reality show you ever got into? Or like, how did you get stumble upon this little gem? Um, this gem, I don't know how. You know what? My best friend from home was like, you got to find this dual survival thing. It's hilarious. <laughs> and I was it's like, funny yeah. that you, this is the first time you've mentioned humor so far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So there, there's funny aspects of it? I mean, yeah, funny in like a cute, manly friendship kind of way. Okay. You know? Um, but other than this, I wasn't really a reality show guy. I, yeah. My mom loved it so much that I loathed it. Mm. I couldn't handle it. Interesting. Right. So you're, yeah, we were talking about this off pod, but you were mentioning your mom is, is she still a diehard junkie. reality? She's From a the beginning. Wow. Because yeah. I, we had talked about this and I think this is uh, hilarious that uh, she does the, um, and this actually, I think I may have just learned this from your stand up routine but she not only likes big brother but she pays into the big brother so she can do the at the all after night. hours she can watch after the feed. Dark. yeah the feed can you explain, it's on showtime can yeah you explain i mean I don't, if you know like what is like what, what are is, you watching what's what the, is feed? the feed you're what just is, watching six monkeys in a windowless room <laughs> bounce around for 24 hours and it's, it's like, like an un- uninterrupted feed uninterrupted it's just like you're a just, nest cam in a <laughs> 
and you're just watching multiple cams. It feels terrifying. It's, it's like it is surveillance. Yeah, is yeah. what it is. <laughs> it is. Wow. I mean, it is. And so, does your mom have the feed going at all times in the house? Like, it, she just checks in with it. I every think once she just looks on it like at night, you know, because there's not much. She's already watched everything. So by that she'll point. watch her regular shows, and it's like, okay, time to head over to the computer. Now I'm gonna throw on. Well, the I don't think it, I. I think it only comes on at night because it's on Showtime. Oh, so it's like okay. It's uh, you know technically a show, so right. it's from like I don't know ten to one a.m. or something like that. So like what the, what the the producers probably have done is taken the cast and gone okay you know you're living in this here anyway just know that you know part of this show right. is ten to one you guys got to be out out and about like yeah. living your life you yeah. can't hide you know in the corners now what or you happens? can but you have to be in front of the main camera right I assume, exactly contractually. And do whatever. I mean, they're everywhere. What happens, like, if something happens on the feed that's huge, like, what, are they going to show it? Or do they, like, is it footage that's incorporated into the regular show? Like, how does that, that's interesting I think it's, like, outside of the regular show. I think, honestly, I think it just runs, which is, my mom had, like, an incident where she saw something she didn't like on there. Because it's just a running feed. And it's Mm. like, they don't edit anything out. Saw someone pooping? Well, what she saw was this... um, Apparently, a woman on there was running around and just sticking your finger up women's vaginas and guys' asses. No. Like, just thinking it was funny. <laughs> Literally going inside of them. Your mom saw this. My mom saw this your and was mom. fucking outraged by yeah. it. Cause She's I, like, is everyone doing this at she, night? No, her point was she was like, if that was a man, he would be arrested. Yeah. Like, this woman thinks she can get away with it because she's yeah. a... Uh, a Funny, girl, cute. yeah, and uh, even the I guess the people on the show were complaining about it. So my mom, God bless her, uh, fired off an email to TMZ. Hell yeah, she wrote a letter. Wrote Hell a letter, yeah. and they fucking called her the next day. Wow, and it was the lead story on TMZ. Wow, and even got Les Moonves on the horn. It went from Judy oh Burke to Les, and that woman got kicked off Big Brother. So Did they she? called your mom, and they were like, "You have the <laughs> you scoop. Corroborate the story. You're the only one watching the feed at 4 a.m." <laughs> And what did you do? What did you see? And she gave them all the deeds. Yeah. Wow. Good for her. Yeah, it's a social justice I love a TV. strongly worded letter from a mom. Yeah. I mean, she has some of the most... Uh, another one unrelated to reality TV, but when she started getting into uh, iPhone and emojis, she was pretty heated there was no single mom emoji. Oh. Wow. And she wrote a fucking letter to Apple. Good And for now her. we have single parent emojis. Nice. Wow. <laughs> I, I don't feel know like if you're she's right. It used to just be the family. Yeah. yeah. Now the... there's like just some, a mom and a kid or a dad and a kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good for her. Uh, well, she's getting things done, first yeah. of all. Yeah, I, very important. Who the else ever gets anything done? And we see shit all day long and we go, boy, oh boy, that really irks me. Well, not going to do anything about that. We move on. It irks us for the rest of our fucking lives. We never do anything. The idea that your mom has made two huge changes that has affected all of us all of at us. this point. You know what? Here's my own. Not to get back to the fingers and the vadges, but like and the butts, if and, and, the the butts. Butts. and the butts, you know, if you're sticking a finger into an like a vagina or a butt, there has to be some sort of like if you're running around the house doing it, it's not like everybody's just sitting out with their right, legs open yeah. with no underwear on like, oh, I didn't know, you know, like there there's consent in there. You think so? I mean, if you get a finger in a vagina. I didn't see it. No, I'm saying like maybe you can, uh, let's say a girl's asleep and she doesn't have panties on, you could slip a finger in a vagina. But was everyone asleep? Like what? I think it was like, you know, girl in a bathing (laughs) bathing suit grabbing something out of the fridge, bending over. She'd go behind her and like slip it in there. Yeah, like So it's things like that. You know, you're walking around in your underwear because it's at night and. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, it's like a prank. She said it was a prank. It's after, it's after dark, baby. <laughs> yeah, okay, Big I brother. gotcha. Okay, I just need some clarification yeah. on the fingers. Thank you. <laughs> so when this saga was going on, right, where your uh, your mom is, uh, has put in the email to TMZ, she gets the call. Are you in the loop with her, find, finding about this, like up to minute, like excitement? Uh, uh, I mean, basically. Yeah. But I mean, at first when she told me that, you know, of course I was like, okay, mom. Email Hollywood. Let's see what they said. Yeah. You know? And she I was like, okay, I will. Yeah, yeah. And the next day she told me they called. And I was like, God damn it. I'm sorry. That's crazy. My <laughs> mom My mom writes a lot of strongly worded letters, but it's always to individuals about their shortcomings. And it doesn't seem to really change like much. Per, per people in her life? Neighbors, um, opti- yeah. she my does that chiropractor, too. stuff like that. My mom writes letters and puts it in the neighbor's mailbox. Yeah, my mom does yeah, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> wow. And she'll make copies of it and distribute them to their loved ones. Yeah. Holy moly. Are they critical? 
the ones that your mother are writing? It's because they, these people have slighted her or her yard in some way, shape, or form. Same. Right. Yeah. And my mom's like, I'm just going to call them out on it. Yeah. I'm just going to tell them what they did wrong. They yeah. need to know. I feel like my mom was is Yelp. Yeah. Like before Absolutely. for people. Yeah. yeah, that's a Yelp for neighborhood people. And honestly, it's better than Yelp because Yelp can really just destroy a business. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> it's out there. You're just posting it up on the wall. Anybody could see it. But it's basically what you should do is be able to send that comment to the business and go, yeah. This doesn't uh, stop. I'm probably going to put this up on the wall. Right. You know exactly. what I mean? Can we just create a neighborhood Yelp? Why does that not exist? It I, should. It's, mo- it's single moms. Yeah. It yeah. does exist. Uh, <laughs> I yeah, think that's ha- it is happening. <laughs> it does happen. It is happening. And our moms would be friends, obviously. They really would. Yeah. I think so. Unless, you know, there was a slight happening. And, and then, then they ha- they're they writing <laughs> each other letters <laughs> back and forth. It's bouncing between mailboxes <laughs> 20 feet from each other. Oh, man. Um, yeah. My mom doesn't write letters. I did find out that my mom has been commenting on Instagram. Instagram uh, posts of reality stars. Mm-hmm. Wow, and That's critical cool. ones. I like that. <laughs> critical ones. Yeah, she told uh, Jay Wow's husband Roger uh, gave him a little what for um, because uh, he had posted. I forgot something that offended her, and she did not like it, and so she she gave gave him the business, and yeah, he fired back. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you know, a classic like, oh boy, oh boy, you're the one, you're the one looking at it, unsubscribe or right, something. But yeah. they're listening out yeah. there. Yeah, they are listening. Reality stars will respond to you. She also it, got blocked by a Real Housewife. Oh yes, one of the she's uh, not going to be a housewife anymore, but Siggy Flicker of the New Jersey Housewives. My mom, uh, yeah, had something to say to her, and then she said, "Well, why are you looking at my tweets?" Then? And then blocked her. <laughs> so your mom actually has a Twitter account. She's not just uh, voyeuristically. I think this might be no, Instagram. She has an Instagram account. So oh, this Instagram. probably was all Instagram. Yeah, and she got blocked on that too. My mom just. Uh, peeks on me without an account on either but she checks my twitter and instagram and i will get in trouble if i say something about her I'm not oh really yeah, so oh i will be scolded and does my that, mom does loves that, it does that come yes, in the form really? of a letter mm-hmm. text. text that's i guess that's an adult you're letter. That, yeah you're getting the boom bam and then will you immediately go take it off the internet sometimes i have other times i'm like yeah. hey this is just what i am so yeah I mean, freedom of speech baby yeah. Yeah, are you like go. i'm an artist mom <laughs> You don't understand me. I should. And then you throw something at the wall. Ashley, has your mom ever contacted you about something that you've posted on the internet? Oh, yeah, but only out of, like, I love it. It's great. Like, my mom, like, truly enjoys me talking about her and doing stuff like that. Like, jokes about her. And there was even a time period, like, my first couple of years in comedy where I would be on the phone with her and she would kind of, like, slip into a bit. And I'd be like, oh, she's trying to pitch a bit to me right now. (laughs) (laughs) Like, she'd be like, I read the Koran. And I'm like, you know how to say it. You're just just doing it so that... I'm going to get on stage and like, you know what you're doing. The Coran. The Coran. Uh, Jason, you uh, talk about your mom a little bit and uh, in your act. Does she know this and uh, is she into it or not into it? Yeah. I don't know how much of my recent material right. she has. I don't really post like video anymore. Sure. Uh, anymore, anymore, um, But she was fine with it. Yeah. You know, I mean, she'll still say like some like she'll give me shit about it. Well, because you have a right now, you're or the last time I saw you, you're doing a, a bit where you are a you know mama's boys versus daddy's boys. Sure. And what you are saying is it's a you know in your perspective, it's a much uh, healthier relationship to be a mama's boy than whatever the fuck a daddy's boy is. Yes. Um. I'm, I if she heard that, would she be flattered by this? I think she would. Yeah, because yeah. It is something, but it, so she's not opposed to you bringing her up. At no, all, no. But it, it is about what is actually I mean, being said. Some of it I kind of make fun of her about it, but it's not in a very it's not in right. a cruel. No, 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 no. There's no malice there. So I think she's okay with what she's heard. Yeah. But she, you know, for the most part, she lets it go. So when you guys were, uh, when you were growing up, I assume she was growing up as well. Yeah, we kind um, of grew up together. Grew up together. You a, had a young mom she too, She was a child, right? Yeah. I had a young mom, yeah. That's uh, a big part of it. Still young, I guess yeah. technically they are. Yeah, technically young. Oh, there you go, guys. Young, really hot great. mom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so were you guys, uh, was she watching reality back then? Yeah, I mean, real world started it all. Yeah, So wow. I watched the first three seasons, or at least the first two, pretty heavy with her. Yeah. I mean, that was mind-blowing. You yeah. were like, what is this? Yeah. I cried when that gay Puerto Pedro. Rican guy, Pedro, Pedro, died. So that was season three. That yeah, was season so three. I made it through season three. Yeah, that's the puck season. Yeah. No, I thought he was one. No, no, no. There was a David on one, um, but he, but there was Puck was three in San Francisco. One was New York. I thought two Puck was, was in LA. New York. 
Mm-hmm. No, there was a guy named David on New York who was also um, a who was bike also master. a dickhead, oh. and he got thrown off as well because uh, he was he had pulled the sheets off of somebody. That's oh, right. Yeah. And then they were like, and and this woman was really upset about. Well, this she was they, like, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember was, that. They yeah. took a, a vote, and then got David got the hell out of there. Bye. David resurfaced. I think he was a stand-up comic. Resurfaced in Half Baked, um, and he stands up. And I believe he's the guy uh, where when he goes to the weed anonymous thing, yeah. and then he goes, "Did you ever suck dick for weed?" For coke? Or, uh, no, he's like, Did you, he's like, "Have you ever sucked dick for weed?" And he's like, "No, I haven't." And, and then he's like, uh, "Get out of here!" He's the one that like, says that. Yeah, like he's like scratching himself, like he's like a crackhead or something. Oh like wow, that. big break for David. Um, yeah. So uh, there you go. I mean, guys, you can be thrown out of the real world house and <laughs> still, still have a career. It. You can still in be in showbiz. Thirty-five years ago. Glad I really went into the details of that. So we all needed to know. You were watching Real World real time as an impressionable teen. And not even. I mean, I mean that pre-teen. was I was be ten or eleven. That is wild. Yeah. Did you have any desire to be on the show? No. No, okay. No. That was just too it was too weird for me. Yeah. You know, I yeah, I, at that point I think I wanted to be on SNL or the state. Right. Now, was there commentary going on about the real world? Was your mom like, because big heavy topics come up on it. And if I was watching it with my 10 year old, I'd have to like probably turn over and be like, so um, what you should know about AIDS is or like, you know, I was was pretty like learned at that point about that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff because she was so young. I just learned all that stuff and subsequently would get in trouble for teaching the neighborhood kids about shit. Mm -hmm. Like I got in a lot of trouble for teaching them about what I pieced together the idea of sex was um, it included a drawing <laughs> I remember and uh, <laughs> wait a minute hold on so you had like you like uh, had like held like a summit in your neighborhood with all the uh, underage boys yeah and you were like all right guys come on I've, I've pieced together this thing take yeah. a look at this diagram Exa- over here pretty much <laughs> wait, how exactly did how did that go uh, not well the diagram <laughs> involved a picture of uh, it was mostly from the neck down but there was an erect penis and <laughs> What I thought a vagina was was like kind of like an external hot dog bun type mm-hmm. thing that also would get erect, and you would just kind of walk into each other, yeah. right. and it would hold it. And then yeah. I guess there would be a big gap, depending on how big your dick was. Right, how, right. Uh, wow, I, interesting. I, yeah, it was a long got time. Grounded. Uh, when I I had you got grounded. Oh yeah. So how did you find how, how how did your mom? Well, the kids, find out? kids well, the, ran home yeah, crying, yeah, yeah, being yeah, like, yeah. "Mom, you have a hot dog bun in the vagina," yeah. and then. All those moms called Jason's mom, and yep. he got grounded. Pretty much. I remember hiding that drawing in my basement, being like, I still need this, though. <laughs> it's important information. Yeah, yeah. They can't take away the truth. It's come in it is funny. Like, if you were to have lost that or had that been thrown away or taken away from you, like... You may never know again. Like that, you're, you know, you, there's no promises you would have been able to recreate that with another drawing. Sure. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? You're like, I got it pretty on spot on the first go around. I'm not going to want to lose this data. No, not at all. Um, I would later go on to get that kid back for snitching on me because I, uh, his dad had a stack of Playboys and I had a couple times jerked off in his shed. Oh, wow. That's how you got him back. Yeah. By jerking uh, off in his shed. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. Not by getting him in trouble for the Playboys, no, but just no. by coming in his shed. And, wow. and what, what did you do? You um, he's like, that's my dad's shed. I don't care. So did you immediately like later go and tell him that this is what you did? Hey, by the way, I, I defiled that shed twice. Uh, to this day, he doesn't know unless he listens to this podcast. Okay, so, so you yeah. didn't get it back at all. Okay, I mean, you just to me, came for in me, that kid's a, shed. Yeah, yeah, right. I guess in hindsight, <laughs> this guy's walking around thinking like he got one over on you. He has no idea you, you got him. Let so him bad. know. You got to yeah. find him on Facebook. <laughs> I know where he's a correctional correctional officer in Connecticut. <laughs> oh, he's gonna hate this. Yeah. Oh my god, he's, he's definitely because now he's, he's a got a trumper. shed. He's thinking about his son and what what's going on with his son's stupid friends in his shed. Does yeah. your mom still you watch? Shatter his fucking life. Does she still know. watch the Real World? Like, did she stop? I think she's she's done with MTV. Anything? Okay. She was. She would watch. <laughs> Teen mom a lot. Yeah, moms uh, like but teen compare mom. it to her teen momness about oh. how much better she was at being a teen mom than these dumb kids now. Right. Yeah. So she there was a lot of that. So it was Not like good. it was almost like, like a hate, a spite watching. Judging teen. It definitely was a yeah. spiteful watching. Does she do any of the housewives? Does she do any of that? World? She does do some housewiving. Yeah. Um, I don't know which ones are favorite. I I can't keep track of that myself, but she definitely follows that. I and think it's Kardashians? Will she dip in a Kardashian? She does. Uh, she doesn't talk about it anymore, but I'm pretty sure she still watches it. <laughs> it's interesting that you rebelled against reality television because your mom was so into it. Yeah, I just think it's so vapid, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Um, well, let's talk about it. What, I mean, what, what what turns you off about it? I mean, is it uh, you feel like it's not real? Is that what it is? Uh, I, fake? I, no, I think it's actually real, and that's what makes it so sad to me. And oh. that, and I hate that people can feel like they've accomplished some sort of like artistic fame by being reality TV stars. Mm. And I think that takes away from actual artists trying to make something for television because wow. the airways are being money's being gobbled up for these stupid fucking shows so you think there's no creativity involved no i don't think so at all i don't know how there could be do you suspect that these people think that they are artists like a, one of the housewives do you think that they think that they're... some of them I, I think absolutely i would agree with you i, I think some of the kardashians you. do you know oh, they yeah, have definitely. their clothing line I mean, or... I, but i think of the kardashians as being incredibly creative and innovative and i think of them as i think i don't think they're just shallow shells walking around you that don't i do not i find them they have built multi-million dollar businesses and enterprises each one of them within their family and to write it off as like they're just some dumb idiots is a huge discount and disservice to women. Okay, okay, CEOs, women, CEOs, building their own. I business. don't think they're dumb. I do not think they're dumb. Well, but it I sounds think, like you did. <laughs> I think they're tacky, and I think they're um, in it for fame. Of well, well of yeah. course they're in it for sure. fame, but sure. who's not? But they're not making anything that's like uh, redeemable. The stories, there's no good stories. There's no like you're not. I think there's some great stories. Great, great stories. <laughs> really? Great stories. Huge redemption cycles that we get to see play out that are Faulknerian in nature. Um, Here we wow. go. I yeah. Listen, I, I mean, I'm, <laughs> Scott I'm, alone is fascinating. But, you know, I'm sure they talk about cheating and drug addiction. And, I mean, they're, they're bringing things to the table in a way that uh, Degrassi did. I never watched that show, but I've heard With that Drake? show. Yeah. Uh, you know, touched on some big issues. Listen, what do you think the uh, what do you think the biggest the uh, biggest positive to come out of the Kardashians television show, or what what changed positive change and they might have impacted? I don't know so. about positive change, um, but I do find change itself to be very interesting, and I think that they have had a huge impact on American on on culture across the world, international culture, American culture. I think that they have created ripples and that have turned into tidal waves um, and trends, clothing, the way we look at people, the way we talk about family. I think that something that's very cool about Kim is that she's always been sober and that's been her thing because before Kim came around, we had Paris Hilton who was just like falling out of cabs drunk all the time and then Kim was like, okay, I did a sex tape but I don't drink and that was a very, that was a change, that was a dynamic change in mm -hmm. our cultural uptake of that type of I didn't content. even realize she didn't drink. Me neither. Yeah, she's very anti-drinking. I never knew that. I mean, I actually also wear a shirt with her on the back, so I really can't say too many things. Interesting. About... I mean, you have her, you bought her image. It was free. That's fascinating. I didn't buy You anything. spent $40 on her image. <laughs> That's <laughs> fascinating. Plus tax and shipping and handling. Dude, that is great. Um, what shirt do you own of her? It's a St. Pablo shirt. Oh, so yeah, So she's yeah. like in a bikini playing tennis on mm, the back. Yeah. That's the new cool. Do you think Kanye's racist? I don't know what that poor guy is. Um, I think he's a genius personally and a tremendous talent. He just has, I think he's significantly mentally unstable. I and, mean, uh, do you, uh, will you feed into the reality, uh, the reality TV that is like a, a, a Twitter meltdown? Do you like these sort of things? I, I do. And I, in my heart of hearts, I believe that it is, uh, the beginning of a creative process that's going to lead to something more positive than it seems mm -hmm. now. I think he might flip the script on this whole Trump thing, and it's just like a bait and switch. It's what I think he's going to go with oh, this. God, fingers crossed. I know. Yeah, that would be great. I do like the new two songs that came out. You like both of them. Yeah. The beat on the first one is amazing. The whole scoopity poop, he, I mean, I can do without that. Now, but. is the scoopity poop supposed to be us trolling? He's uh, trolling being trolled, us. Or yes, is he not just, he just hasn't put a track down It's for, both. Okay. Yeah, because he's right. like, this next verse is fire, and it's not. He's yeah. just fucking with us. Well, yeah. He's going to put music over that, and it's going to be the banger of the summer. Yeah. You know, it's the song just sounds so good. It does sound cool. I hated that T.I. thing. The other one? I hated that. Yeah. I don't I, I like don't... anybody teaching me a lesson through rap. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't. That's why I, I, I don't want to watch Hamilton. I don't want to see stuff like that. I, any, what about that... Schoolhouse Rock? That's not really rap. I would say it was. That's more nursery rhyme. Okay. And uh, there, there are songs there that are kind of soulful, but like. like what about that rap. bill? How a bill yeah. becomes a law. Oh, Capitol Hill. That guy just died, actually. Oh, R.I.P. The <laughs> jazz musician that made that. Yeah, that's more <laughs> scatty and jazzy, right? Yeah. I mean, it's not really. That's not really. Rap. What do you think about scat? 
Love it. Yeah. <laughs> All forms. Reality scat. Um. Well, so because I. Because I love a train wreck, right? I love watching um, sort of cringeworthy bullshit. I like when people uh, have meltdowns uh, that are quote-unquote real, and if they're on television, even better. I like to see it on the subway. When somebody loses their mind on the subway and then there's a, like an altercation or some just weird guy who just ha- had it and he's screaming at right. something, you know what I mean? Or somebody, even somebody getting caught in the subway doors. I love that. I mean, that's so much fun. <laughs> God, Nick so. will like Nick will change his like direction to watch a fight. He will be late to something for if, any <laughs> so, like if someone looks like they're struggling, they're about to fall down. Everything stops. Yeah. And Nick is tuned in. Love not, a good spill. I'm, I, I like spills. I've 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 seen a few recently where my immediate reaction shows that I've grown. Where I've, I, it wasn't like trying to hold back laughter, but it was like, I'm going to pretend like I didn't see that because this is really tough for all of us. This person might be kind of hurt, but they're way more embarrassed than they're hurt. And it's sure. just me and this person react. I'm going to give this person their dignity, let them pretend like I didn't see it for right. some reason and move on. I feel like that was me growing because there are times where it's like I can't handle it. It's so funny yeah. that that person just slipped and fell. I've taken in a tremendous spill that erupted the entire place. <laughs> oh, my God. Fear and laughter. Yeah. Yeah. Later, can Big you time. reflect on that and be like, I gave joy to all those yeah, people. Yeah, like, I was fine with it. That's a gift. Well, there's like a, a French philosopher who, um, in like the the 16th century, his idea, his he said, he put forth this idea that comedy came about as an evolutionary process to punish people who slip out of the norm, but not so bad that they need to be like addressed immediately. Mm. So it's for when someone falls, because as a group, we're being like, haha, you did something wrong, but it's like not really, we're not, it's not a harsh thing that we're going to sure. have to take you to task. Oh, I like that. Isn't that, it's a very interesting interesting way to look at comedy not to go back to the kardashians but that's like um, kids getting hurt instagram that's a beautiful reality right yeah there. that's like a little Is mini a, reality that's show. an account oh my kids god it's hurt? amazing <laughs> they're ne- and they never get too hurt you know it's like yeah. perfect hurt well, if yeah. a kid dies then it's not funny <laughs> no, it's yeah. not funny no one wants to see that anymore yeah. sometimes okay. on like anymore. ridiculousness those guys look like they get too hurt for me to laugh i can't at. watch that show yes. i hate I anything like it. yeah see i don't like that me neither. I do like the feeling that somebody just embarrassed themselves. Sure. So if as, as long as it's not like I don't want to see a guy b- fall and break his arm. That's no. nothing funny about that. No. But somebody just tripping and stumbling to me is like the funniest thing, even if they don't fall. Right. Because it's like, haha, you thought you got that, but you didn't. Yeah. I want to say something about the Kardashians. <laughs> I've been thinking about since we were talking about it. Okay. So I feel like they get they get lumped in as not being smart, right? And there's something ab- that bothers me about that yeah. because it reminds me of like when George W. Bush was president and he was like my favorite book is the hungry hungry caterpillar and everyone bought that and like believed it they were like his favorite book's the hungry hungry caterpillar what a fucking idiot but it's like of course that's not his favorite book he's the president he can't be that stupid that his favorite book is a book meant for toddlers and i feel there's something related to that with the kardashians where we're looking Mm -hmm. at them we're like they're fucking stupid all they care about is lip injections and it's like well they're also like billionaires so there's there's something short-sighted there and i'm just putting it out to discuss because it's are you equating money with intelligence um, I am equating the ability to build equity with intelligence. Yes. I think to build a, a multi-million dollar business does take intelligence. Just like I think becoming the president of the United States takes intelligence. Yeah. Uh, you know what I think probably happens a lot are the producers of that show edit that thing together to make them look way stupider than they are because people like this think that mm. do you, you think know? they're in on the joke though? Because it doesn't Chris Jenner get final say on all the episodes. Like, yes. Yeah, she does, right? So I think that they're they're in on it, and to that to that speaks to a certain like amount of self awareness that's yeah. fascinating. Yeah. No, I mean, she, Chris. I think it's we can. She is brilliant in the marketing and the way that she has made that show an incredibly popular show for like a decade or more, right? Yeah. Twelve or thirteen years. Yeah. Something that's like that. insane. What I mean, Seinfeld went nine seasons. You know what I mean? And it, not all of it was great. Uh, not same thing goes for Kardashians. Like there are some hot seasons, you know. There's a couple in the beginning, a couple, you know, in the middle, and now I think more recently, maybe not so much because they. It's now I think the part of the show where they've lived every reality moment you can live. You know, like people robbing them, divorces, children, you know, marriages. Kanye has come into the picture. Yeah. Where else do you go? So I think creatively they uh, – but, like, 
that's still a lot of seasons to be like a number one show. Yeah. And then everybody else is, you know, you got to think about all the spinoffs. And it is all coming from the matriarch of the family who is on the show also. So I think it's safe to say, I think I can safely say that Chris Jenner, um, is she still Jenner? Mm-hmm. Chris Jenner is really smart. I think Kim was probably really smart as well because mm-hmm. she has been able to be top dog in that family the yeah. entire time when it would it could have been very easy. But she's also the hottest s- one, so that does help. Well, you think that, well, but I think other yeah. people may may think different things. I liked Courtney for many many years. Really? Over yeah, Kim. Nick likes moms. I well, <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, well there you I'm go. a milf guy. I got no problem. <laughs> But uh, I think uh, Kim is now has been my favorite again, and and continues to be my favorite. I think she's just done it right. But I think yeah, there's a whole um, generation of people who think like it's Kylie. Kylie. Well, yes, and, yeah. And, I mean, she's very pretty. You know, and uh, she's a and, child. You know, Chloe has gotten it together. You know. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I don't know how this turned into that, but <laughs> I, I I don't want to rank them by smarts. But I think that it's safe to say at least two of them are very very smart. I just think I need to write a paper about this because I feel like part of their um, the part of their attraction and the reason why they were able to have such a big like cultural impact is because they played down their smarts. And then I think it's kind of mm-hmm. like it's allowed them this giant audience, but at the same time that audience is like they're stupid when they're clearly not. Something very interesting to me yeah. about it. Before we wrap up, I do want to touch on Oh my on God, another, are we almost at the well, end? We've done about 40 minutes. Wow. Um, I do want to touch on one other show, the show Alone. Uh, yeah. You know, there's a few... That's a fun one. Let's just say men in my life who really, really took to the show Alone. <laughs> <laughs> and I do. And me- Neil's one of them. <laughs> Neil's one of them. Our friend <laughs> Robert Dean, roommate. Jason. It does seem to be a certain type of guy who really would take to the show alone. Can also, you- I got put onto that for my best friend to put me on the dual survival. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was having a party. Uh, him and his fucking uh, his Dell Inspiron yeah. and his <laughs> laptop or whatever. But so. Um, Explain to our uh, listeners what the show alone is. So uh, I don't know if every season is this, but it's in the uh, Van- British Islands, Vancouver, outside of Vancouver. Is that correct? I, I, the one, the, I think I, the two seasons I watched came from there. Yeah, yeah. so they uh, essentially drop, let's say, eight people on this island. All you know could be two miles from each other to eight miles from each other, but they don't know, they don't have any way to figure that out or know where people are. And they're given whatever they can just take with them, including one satellite phone. So when the shit hits the fan, they can call and get out of there. But it's essentially whoever stays there the longest alone um, wins the money. And then when the but if you are the last person, you're never told that you're the last person. So you can just continue living there until you just fucking bail. And then they're like, yeah, everyone else left like three months ago. Holy that that (laughs) is so crazy. That's wrong. It's so awesome though. But yeah, it is. The first few, the first few episodes, you really just have to watch of every season because the first few people to leave are always the best. Like people will lose it after one night. I mean, they were talking like big fucking bears and cats are like coming and like batting yeah, at their tents, right. and they're like, "We gotta go." Now, was this because uh, there's been a couple of these sort of survivalist shows where they just put a person out there for a long time, but. Was alone the one where the first season they put them too close to too many bears, and like the f- three quarters of the crew got wiped out in like the first week because they were yeah. just being stalked by bears. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it, it was no, they were being stalked by um, cats, uh, whatever the big mountain cat is lions. out there. It could be a mountain lion, right? Huge. They're, those are pretty big. They're right? big. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah it was that's definitely mountain you down. lions because you they had they would they would set up cameras at night and you would see them come through Oof. in front of their fucking tents and they're just stalking these men in the Oof. woods. And also, I mean, the, the funny part about that first season is how how one person can be struggling so bad and eating kelp and, like, getting sick. And the other person is so good at it. They're like, yeah, I made an archery range. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I invented a gun out of right. wood. I got nothing else to do here. Like, he's just so playing. good at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other one's just, like, eating yeah. seaweed. I made, like, a chutney sauce out of some moss <laughs> and drizzled it over yeah. my fish. Yeah. The guy I made who... a Bowflex. Yeah. I'm just getting really jacked. Well, there was the doctor, right, <laughs> well, who, were... like, made a canoe and was yeah. just like, get me out of here. I'm bored. I can do everything I can. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He had like a moment in in his like perfect canoe, and he was like out, and then he just like is just bawling. He's just like, I'm thinking about my dad, and it was just like, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> yeah, like, I got nothing else. Yeah, didn't he also create himself a sauna? Yes, yes. that's what. It yes, is. yes, 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 like, yes. The yeah. fuck else? How many of these guys are breaking down about their dad? 
Does it's, that happen I a mean, lot? There's breakdowns. Oh, there's yeah. a lot of breakdowns in the show. It is really interesting. Because it feels like if you're going on that show, you're just trying to like prove it to your dad that you can yeah. do it. There does seem to be like a look what I did, dad element of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's definitely a proving. I'm proving this to myself, but really I'm proving this to everybody I've ever <laughs> known who didn't love me as much as I wish that they did. Right. And uh, now it's on TV. But yeah, there is an inter- the, the, the fact that they do not tell you, even if you're the last person there. Um, it's, it, it, I mean, it's crazy. You are truly just battling yourself. There's yeah. no reason to be thinking about anybody else because as long as you want to be here, you're going to be here. Do you remember it. last year that the news that came out about that British reality show where they had created this like perfect utopia that they were going to film, and then like a month into filming, the the production company lost money for it and they left, but they didn't tell the people who were in this little community, and they ended up staying there for like three or four months until they had to go back and be like, oh yeah. We stopped filming this a while ago. We lost all of the production money for it. And then people were like suing them. Oh, we need to look into this some wow. more. I've this never is heard of this. Amazing. Yeah, this is great. Now, you said before we go, and then you brought up Alone, I thought you were going to bring up that YouTube show we yeah, watched. Yeah, I forgot that we actually watched it. But did you watch any of I this? I watched some of the fir- one of the most popular episodes, like the baby being born or yeah. something. So, so it was also, intolerable. <laughs> set it up for us. <laughs> this is also inspired by so, your mom. So, yeah. so your mom also is really into uh, YouTube reality. Yeah. Um, and is it, would you consider that a reality show i, I guess I so 100 percent. So. yeah right? yeah They're vlogs but it's a show yeah it's, it's a reality yeah, yeah. show it's like a, a popular reality internet show right so there's a youtube account uh is it the sacconi family it's, saloni joils it, it, yeah it's it's a saccon- it's, yeah, i can't it's like it's a very like oh but but they're but they're from ireland yeah and it's this irish family and it's um you know a husband a wife and um what they have three Four, kids, three one kids. on the way. It's like six dogs. Like it's a lot of a lot. Maltese going on. dogs. Yeah, and so um, there's a lot of episodes of this show. Yeah. Is your mom tearing through all of the all every single? Is she up to date? Is she waiting for them to drop the new ones? So they I do daily vlogs. Yeah, she's on it's it every day. Because I mean, it's ten or dedication. fifteen minutes, so it's you know they make it easy to consume. And, yeah. And now you gave me the uh, the YouTube account of this thing, and so I, I looked through it. I watched about three or four episodes. You couldn't make it through one. No, I couldn't. What happened there? It what? was too. It was just too fucking much, man. This guy. <laughs> the birthing one was impossible to get through. When he was dri- when he was just driving at five thirty in the morning, like yeah. thanking yeah. fucking the universe yeah. or welcoming yeah. this. Uh, it was like, Meanwhile, buddy, it's September fucking... 11th, and he's, not even, he's <laughs> not even addressing that. Okay, okay. So you, did you guys watch the whole video? <laughs> I no. pulled out. Okay, so I, what I we're talking out. about. So I what we're talking like, what about is happening here? Is uh, halfway, I chose, what, what I said, what we'll do is, okay, since you can sort this way on YouTube, we'll watch the newest video, the oldest video, and the most popular video. So the most popular video is the birth of their first daughter. They had already been vlogging for a couple of years. Yeah. They welcome a daughter, and it's the whole, you know, dad's got the camera, and you get to see the entire day he shows he's like he wakes up at five o'clock in the morning he shows his cell phone he's like this is gonna be a wonderful day guys and it's just it happens to be september 11th yeah. so i mean it's not september 11th 2001 it's like september 11th 2009 still, or something right, sure. you gotta address it up top so he doesn't address it up top he's just talking you know he's from ireland or whatever halfway through the video and yes this one was tough um, halfway through the video, <laughs> the guy's in the hallway and he's like, oh, I, I just also want to let everybody know that it, it is a very important day. Um, uh, it's very sad for Americans because it is a, a September 11th. And I do want to say that everybody should, you know, maybe use the birth of my daughter as a way to think that oh something my ha- good happened on September 11th. I'll like, be naming her Tower <laughs> 3. <laughs> <laughs> Tower three. Uh, welcome to the world, Building Seven, Tower Three, Sacconi. Um, yes, it was a. It That's was, so self-involved to say that, that shit. It's it was. Insane. Fuck you. Also, dude. that whole video, he's just got a camera in his you know, about to burst wife's face, who's like, "Yep." Mm-hmm. He's like, you want your epidural now? You want your epidural yeah, she's now? She's like, he's like, and there, she's like, he's like, does it hurt? And she's like. Yeah, it hurts. <laughs> it's like, okay, you know, it was so annoying. I and find it was like him 20. insufferable. He was tough. And then we watched, I watched the, we watched the latest one uh-huh. together. And at this point they have like five kids and like oh, so much going three. on. They have a lot. And, and she's pregnant again. August 2018 is the due date. Oh, yeah. So yeah. we're waiting for that. And um, Did but some it, background <laughs> research. Yeah. Um, and then I watched the first episode, which was just like an, a, a minute long vlog on him going outside, making a tiny snowball 
with his a newly bought dog, Albie, who was one at the time. And actually, in the last video that they had posted that we watched, it was his birthday, and he was nine. So it was fun to see the time wow. pass. Oh, my goodness. Time well, that guy, like that. that guy started off as a comedian on YouTube. He was oh. making comedic videos. So that's why he, that whole bit about the snowball, because yeah. I watched that, too. It's just He just makes a tiny snowball. Yeah, it's like a little, he uses a little dew to make a snowball. Yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't that great. It a dew ball? A, a dew ball. ball. <laughs> um, so your mom's into that. That's that's cool. And it's Ashley's like, watching this thing, and she's like, oh, my God, this is so much worse than the shit that I watch. Because <laughs> she watches a lot of vlogs, but it's like women who are like 33 who like have a bunch of tattoos. And, and like, live in L.A. They have a limp, live a simple lifestyle, and they bullet journal. and like. Well, the reason why I think it was – I was saying it's not as good is just like – clearly aesthetic wise like the ones that i'm watching they put so much time in design and production and it's like they're going for a clear aesthetic like a like a, a brand like glossier for example right, which is yeah. a makeup I company for is. women okay so some of these videos like look like a glossier video and yeah. you're like oh this is cool i appreciate the like design aspect of this video this they're doing this for nine years it's just like this guy holding a camera kind of dropping it every now and then yeah, there's right. no there's no finesse to there's it at charm all in there though and i mean this is like they have a big family this is them you get to be part of the family daily vlogs every day yeah do you think that this is filling a hole for like super lonely people that don't have a family and just feel like they're a part of this person's family uh, jason's mom is a great person and yeah. i don't know why you would say something like that she's the one who recommended it to us um no I think probably because i don't think so because you don't I, think so no because i feel like i could watch maybe not this version they were really annoying but i watch a lot of different families on tv and it's not because i don't have one it's because i'm like not morbidly curious, but I'm strangely curious about how other human beings do the things they do. Right. I want to see somebody like, oh, they're really like cooking like a bobbly pizza. Like that's interesting. Yeah. I think Is that easy to do when you have a family? Is why not just order a bobbly pizza? pizza? Like you in that last video, I'm they bobbly. had made. They, <laughs> <What's a> bobbly. <laughs> what the fuck is that, dude? <laughs> Did you just bobbly? Make up a bobbly. You don't remember bobbly? That was a brand. Isn't that a musician? No. It, no, no. The bobbly pizza. <laughs> Oh, having a bubble of pizza with my family in my vlog. <laughs> Jesus. We used to make them. It was a brand where they would just give you the crust and then you had to like put the other stuff, but you didn't have to make the crust. It was like oh, early in the okay. the half pre-made pizza thing. where It's, sure. like, it's like a Chef Boyardee pizza. We put a bunch of cheese on it and put it in the oven. We made a pizza. Yeah. Well, you've, you've done one-tenth of what it takes to make a pizza. Sure. Who was oh, the bubbly. musician named Buble? Michael, Michael Buble. Buble. Okay, no relation to the this pizza. This is Buble, though. <laughs> it's different. No, Buble pizzas are different. They're okay. way different. They they do exist, oh. but they're different. Jason, I just noticed your like sweet ass boots, man. Those oh, are awesome. You. Nick, oh, did you see this? No, but what a way to end this podcast. <laughs> wow. Noticing the man. I just boots. wanted to call out his boots. Jason, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I, I wanted to Please. ask one thing. I don't know if you guys have covered this before. Mm -hmm. A sex house. That oh what onion the, yes. we've never covered it but i yeah, just watched worth, it i, think. I it's just so watched funny. it for the first time and it, i didn't realize it was a thing for like 12 years and then i just watched it when is you, this is it nick had like wrote a show called like drunk house is me and neil similar? wrote a show we stopped writing it once we found out that this show <laughs> <laughs> but uh no um the onion did uh a like a parody of like you're oh. stuck in a house reality show and it's great like it's a most morbid strange like oh. thing it's called sex house and they're also supposed to just have sex but like nobody they lock them in this house they don't give them food and like they don't have running water and so people start to like stink and go crazy and they're still making them try to like be sexy and have sex and are they giving them lots of alcohol because so that's important funny. um yes there is a ton of alcohol <laughs> that's an important part of a dating show yeah you should watch it and then discuss i feel like it i'd together. be into it it's, it's really funny it's super funny Anyways, um, Jason, it. thank you for being on our podcast. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah, you were great. Could you please this? I believe this one. We, this will either be out next Monday or tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I think this is going to come out tomorrow. So if okay. you have anything uh, pertinent to plug, or just where people can find you online, um, everything is at Eat Pray Jason. Eatprayjason dot com. Eat Pray Jason on Twitter. Eat Pray Jason on Instagram. Easy. A lot of new content coming out on the website, photography, video, a lot of good stuff. Nice. Oh, you know what? Sorry to interrupt your credits. I just realized <laughs> something. You have a little voyeurism in you with your 35 millimeter project and you taking pictures of people with umbrellas in New York. I guess that is. Interesting. Mm. You yeah. think you got that from your mom? 
<laughs> it's buried so deep in my subconscious that maybe. Well, everybody should check out your Instagram account because it's awesome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm bleeding followers by the day. Thank you, Instagram, you fucks. What happened? With their algorithm. I've lost probably a thousand followers slowly over the last year. Is that because they're finding accounts that are not real and taking them down? Or I, something like I, that? I used to think that, but now I th- it's gone beyond it. It, it, I think you're just not you're not me. showing up in people's feeds, and so they're going through, and they're like, "Oh, why do I follow this guy?" They don't remember because you're not popping up in their feed constantly. Yeah, and they're unfollowing well, you. I blame Instagram. You should. Their I, algorithms suck ass. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, oh, there you go. Uh, I still think he's a wonderful <laughs> follow on Instagram. Thank he does, you. He does great work on the regular gram, and he also does a lot of funny stuff up there in the Instagram stories. So yeah. check oh, them yeah. out. Oh, yeah, great Instagram stories. This week, I promise, every day will be an amazing Instagram story starting tonight. Wow. Really? Yeah, I'm going to dedicate one tonight to you two. I don't know what it is going to be yet, but I'm going to get really high and do something for you guys. I'm really oh, into that. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So guys, go back, because it should be within 24 hours that you're actually listening to this. You'll yeah. still be able to watch this story. So yeah. find Eat, Pray, Jason on Instagram and look at those stories. Yeah. yeah. Um, is this great. something that you were planning on doing? Or no. Already, or you just decided now that every day this week it's going to be a great Instagram story? Plan- I was always planning on uh, ramping it up more because I've been lax, but this mm-hmm. just kind of prompted it. Now, do you realize I the Instagram that. story is your reality show? That's Basically. all of our personal reality show. Basically. Yeah. And don't you just love taking a nice long shit in the morning and watching watching all, just in that it. watch all button and seeing what everybody did? In the morning and night. Part? That's how I end, bookend my <laughs> oh days, my literally. And you, but there is a voyeuristic tendency to see what every, uh, everybody else is fucking doing, right? I mean, so I want to know how people live their lives. Yeah, yeah, exactly. regular people. Maybe I'm gonna, uh, you know what? Tonight I'm gonna structure this as it's my reality. Yes, show. please yes. do, and talk about those boots. I will. <laughs> and in talking about those boots, I'm gonna talk about your boots that inspired Ooh. me to get these boots. Oh. Wow, oh, this is my crazy, God. guys. You gotta hit the Eat Pray Jason <laughs> Instagram account. You just gotta. <laughs> and if you would like to see more of us, you can find us on Instagram. Well, you can find me on Instagram by searching my name, Nick Baratato. You can find Ashley on Instagram. What's your Instagram? Ashley underscore Brooke underscore Robert. Also, um, this podcast is on Twitter. It is Reality Blows Pod on Twitter. Uh, Ashley is Ashley B. Roberts on Twitter. Correct. You can email us, realityblowspodcast at gmail.com. And for the love of God, please rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah. Five stars. It makes my day. Yeah, we actually got a, a letter. Uh, letter. Well, it sounds like it came from one of your moms. We got an email <laughs> from a from a nice listener that uh, we actually have already recorded that podcast, but that one's going up next week. So don't worry. If you send us some stuff, we will read it on air. Yeah, we're definitely going to read everything, unless um, it's mean. Unless it's mean. Don't, don't you dare. <laughs> uh, okay, guys, thank you so much. Uh, we have another recap coming out on Tuesday for Champs vs. Stars, so make sure you tune into that. Actually, it's going to be out Wednesday morning. The show airs on Tuesday. <laughs> That's enough talking for me. Goodbye. <laughs>